Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. We'll be back on March 4th with all new episodes of the Story Pirates podcast. But in the meantime, here is another episode celebrating our favorite and weirdest stories from the Story Pirates archives. We are calling it Story Pirates Deep Cuts. We'll get into our first Deep Cut after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Juliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Story Pirates Deep Cuts. Okay, so this first story today is called The Clock, and I chose it because... It's one of the spookiest stories we've ever done, and I think the reason it's so spooky is the sound design. You know, the music and the sound effects and just the way the voices sound and the fact that they're all over the place really helps this story feel as spooky as possible. So when you're listening, see if you can pick out the different parts of the story where the way that it sounds helps make everything feel more spooky than it would otherwise. Here's the author to introduce it. I'm Lila. I'm eight years old and I'm from Washington. This is my story. It's called The Clock. Hey, Rosie. Oh, hey, Avi. Are you coming over for dinner? No, I'm just waiting for my dad. He went with your dad down to that yard sale. What? The one at the creepy haunted house where that mysterious old woman lives? Hey, Hey, kids! kids. Hey, Hey, Dad! Dad! 
did you two really go down to that creepy house? We sure did. Right, Avi's dad? We sure did, Rosie's dad. Hey, Avi, you know how I've been obsessively going around to yard sales for years looking for old wooden chests to buy in the hopes that the owner didn't realize that it was full of millions of dollars worth of gold coins? Yeah, Dad, everyone knows that about you. That's kind of your thing. Huh, well, it finally paid off. Whoa, that chest is full of gold. I know. Let's go home and show your mother. Woohoo! See you, Rosie. Bye-bye. Wow, that was amazing. Dad, what did you get? Me? Oh, nothing special. Just this. A regular old clock? That's just what I said. The first time. The first time? Oh, I've already said too much. I really didn't okay, say. Okay, fine. I'll talk. But all I can tell you are three dreadful rules. This clock has rules? Rule number one. Never utter the words, I wish that I had something to do in front of the clock. That's no problem. I always have something to do. Number two. Do not touch the clock after dark. What? Number three. If you ever see this clock in your dreams, never ever say hello. Dad, are you feeling okay? Number four. You said there were only three. Never turn the clock hands. If you do, something dreadful will happen. Dreadful, I say. And by dreadful, I mean dreadful. Like totes dreadful. Dad, what will happen? Oops, looks like it's dinner time. Sorry, gotta go. Good luck with that clock. Remember the rules. Dreadful. Don't tell anyone I told you this. See you at dinner. Bye. Dad, that's the closet. I know, thank you. The next day. Get this, Avi. He then stayed in the closet, avoiding me for the rest of the night. Whoa, that sounds like a pretty mysterious clock. <gasps> hey, Rosie. Yeah? I dare you to turn the hands of the clock. That would be breaking rule number four. I'm not going to risk it, and there's nothing you can say that would change my mind. I'll give you some of my dad's gold coins. It's a deal! Later that night. Mom, Dad, I'm home. Hmm, I guess they're asleep. I must have stayed out later than I thought. It's already after dark. Whoa, it's the clock. What were those rules again? I'm not supposed to say, I wish that I had something to do. I'm also not supposed to move the hands like this. Huh, nothing happened. Oh well. Time to go to sleep. 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 Huh? What's happening? You're in a dream, Rosie. Clock? Is that you? I just wanted to say thank you for being so brave and ignoring your father's silly rules. And also, I wanted to say hello. Oh, no! 
It's happening again! What? Rosie, this has happened to me before. In fact, it's been happening over and over again. When I was your age, I touched the hands of that clock. And well, long story short, I've been forced to repeat my mistake for all of time. We have to find that clock or you'll get trapped too. I know where the clock is. You do? Yes. You bought it from that creepy haunted house down the street. I did? Yeah, but since this is the past, then you haven't done it yet. I am confused. Just come on. Let's get outside before the house gets us. Run, Rosie! Run! Here I am at the haunted house. Into the house! Um, hello? Wow, it's so dark in here. Hello, Rosie. Ah, who are you? It's me, Rosie. You! What? You shouldn't have touched the clock. I've been trapped in this dreadful house ever since. Ever since! Yes, you're all mine now, Rosie. All mine! <laughs> Wait a second, your hands, they're spinning backwards. What? So? So, what happens if I grab them like this? Stop! Hey, let go of my hands! Can I spin them forward? No! My time! My precious time! Rosie, you did it! The curse is broken! We're Back home. Rosie, it's time to get up. Happy birthday, Miss 13 years old. 13? It worked. I'm back. Here, Rosie. I got you a present. Thanks, Dad. It's uh... a clock. How dreadful. Not again. Oops. The end. Talk about a deep cut. Okay. Now, let's get even deeper. Is that, a, is that a word? Okay. I know I keep saying that these stories are some of our weirdest stories, but this next one is truly so weird. In fact, I think there is a good chance that this is maybe the strangest story we have ever done on the Story Pirates podcast, and I love it so much. I hope you do too. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Nava. I'm seven years old, and I live in Rhode Island. This is my story, Robotics Engineering Doll. Nava, it's nearly bedtime. Turn off that TV and come brush your teeth. But, Mom, I'm watching the television event of the season. <gasps> the World's Championships of Most Weird Toy of This Year. Yeah! Scoot over it! Turn it up! Hello, and welcome back to the 97th Annual World's Championships of Most Weird Toy of this year. <laughs> I'm your host, Dan. What a year it has been with some of the weirdest toys that this humble host has ever seen. Like this toy. And this one. <laughs> Very weird, but by far the weirdest toy of this year is the robotics engineering doll, who is, fun fact, actually living. <laughs> Here to present it is the doll's inventor, Dr. Van Wilhelm. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's my honor to present the greatest accomplishment of my career. What is it, you ask? What does it do, you say? Well, I say you're asking the wrong questions. Hey, kids. Yes? Why don't you show this audience how it's done? Okay. 
All right, now just like we rehearsed, Chloe big smiles, Ricky try to keep up. Why must our houses not be mountains? Why must our friends all not be goats? Is it too much to ask of a to teach us all to Community players, ladies and gentlemen, give them a hand. They're adorable. And now, without further ado, I present our funny robotics engineering doll. Greetings. Hello to you, robotics engineering doll. Hello, Father. Tell us, what makes you so special? Perhaps it is the fact that I am actually living. <gasps> now. I know what you're all probably thinking. Wow, the fact that he created a sentient being from doll parts must be the most impressive thing about all this, right? Yeah! Wrong! Let me explain more in a scene. All right, everyone, places. Ricky, look alive. And curtain. You said it, brother. Hey, sis, you ever wish that our house wasn't a house at all, but instead was a, a mountain? mountain? You read my mind. I'm almost as sick of living not on a mountain as I am of the fact that all my friends and family aren't... Goats? goats? Yes, everyone loves goats more than people. If only there was a solution. Ding dong, robotics engineering doll delivery. Wow! Is that it? Yup. But how do we play with it? The first step is to turn on the robotics doll. Okay! Hello! Then, remove the doll from that parachute it's wrapped up in. I was wondering what that was. Now, put yourself in the parachute. Cool! Inside, you will see a big purple, or your favorite color, button. I see purple. I don't. It says, press button to make house into mountain. People will turn into goats. Jump off mountain with parachute when done pressing button. Simple. Hmm, what do you think, audience? Should they press the button? <laughs> I can't hear you. I said, should they press the button? <laughs> OK, we're pressing the button. Wow, Ricky, look. The whole studio turned into a mountain. <laughs> Ricky? Ricky turned into a goat. It is a dream come true. It certainly is. Robotics engineering doll. Now that we're on top of this mountain, how do we get down? You've got a parachute, silly. I will guide you and help you to start flying. <laughs> Could this day get any better? No. Jump. Whoa. And I love you, which I am capable of doing because I am actually living. And scene, the Ellenville Community Players. Great job. Can somebody help Goat Ricky off the stage? Just give him some oats, he'll follow. Give them another hand, thank you. Wow, tell us Dr. Van Wilhelm, how can folks get their hands on one of these dolls? 
All you have to do is build your own simple parachute, then trade it with a store owner. Well, that seems simple enough. The doll comes with a special set of markers and colors you've never seen or imagined. Look. Okay, well, I've definitely seen those colors before. Like that one, that's a, you know, I described that as... It's like a, you know, it's like a deep, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a overly, it's like a burnt, you know, it's like, you know, okay. So, you know, when like you're really hungry and you're, you're all like, <laughs> hangry. It's like, uh, well, no. Okay. So like I have this uncle Kevin and you know, he's, you know, he's not nice and nobody likes him and he has very few redeeming qualities, but, but the, the good part, this color is like, okay. So when he's, you know, when he, his vulnerability is, <laughs> it's beyond my experience or imagination. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm sorry. Hey, kids, what's that name again? It's the Robotics Engineering Doll. Solving our problems big and small. Robotics Engineering <coughs> Just keep going. Go. but we can't. Why not? Because I already got one. <laughs> Hello, new friend. I am actually living. Whoa. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, sweetie. Now, just don't press that button quite yet. I don't want to turn into a... Like this? Mom? <gasps> I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> the end. See what I mean? So weird! I love it! Okay, one more deep cut. Coming up right after this. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. 
Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, uh, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice, too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. All right, so if you've listened to enough deep cuts by now, you know that we like to end these episodes with a story from way back from the early years of the Story Pirates podcast. And I remember when we first rehearsed this next story, I was laughing so hard that I got the hiccups. Does that ever happen to you? It happens to me more than I'd like. And the part of the story that was making me laugh so hard was this one joke I don't know if you can really call it a joke, but this one part of the story that just keeps happening over and over and over and over again. So when you're listening, see if you can guess which moment I'm talking about. By a kindergartner named Eli, here's Monster Broke. Monster Truck fans, get ready this Sunday. Sunday. Sunday in the little land of trucks. Little land of trucks. It's Monster Truck Madness. 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 Featuring everyone's favorite strange monster truck, Cuckoo Bad Tractor. Cuckoo Bad Tractor. That's right. I'm here to crush cars and anything else in my way. I'm Cuckoo Bad Tractor. Yeah, we love you, Cuckoo Bad Tractor. I'm so excited to be here today driving my monster truck, Cuckoo Bad Tractor. Hey, is that your truck's name or is it your name? Cuckoo Bad Tractor is my name. And my truck's name. And today I'm going to attempt something that's never been done before here in the little land of trucks. Are you going to crush a million cars? Are you going to shoot flames? Are you going to transform your truck into a car-eating robo-monster? No, I'm making a resolution to help my friends when their monster truck motors are broken. Uh, how are you gonna do that? Well, when their truck breaks down, I'll call a tow truck. Why wouldn't they just call on their own phones? Because their phones might fall out of the car when they were driving! Oh! 
Hey, Cuckoo Bad Tractor, it's me, one of your monster truck driving friends, here with my monster truck. I'm gonna crush way more cars than you. Oh, man, my engine just died. You want me to call a tow truck? I don't need your help, Cuckoo Bad Tractor. I've got my phone right here. Oh, shoot, I just dropped my phone. I'll call a tow truck. Uh, hello, Monster Tow Truck Service. Hi there, this is Cuckoo Bat Tractor. I need a tow truck down at the Little Land of Trucks to tow a broken down monster truck. On our way. Well, thanks, Cuckoo Bat Tractor. No problem. It's all in a day's work for Cuckoo Bat Tractor. We love you, Cuckoo Bat Tractor. And now to crush some cars. Oh no, now my truck has stopped working. I would offer to call a tow truck for you, but I dropped my phone. No worries, I've still got my phone right. Darn it, I dropped my phone. Don't worry, Cuckoo Bad Tractor. I'll just get out of my giant monster truck, climb down, grab the phone, climb up your giant monster truck, give it back to you, then climb down your truck and back into mine. I would hate for you to go through all that trouble. Oh stop, it's the least I can do. Here I go, climbing down my truck. All right, I'm down. Now I've got your phone, and I'm gonna climb up your huge truck. <laughs> These trucks really are monsters. <laughs> and here's your phone. Thanks. Now to head back down. <laughs> oh gosh, sweating. <laughs> I'm down at the bottom. Oh man, this uh, really takes an effort. <laughs> wow. Now climb back up into my truck. Wow. <laughs> oh, a little lightheaded. Here we go. And back into my truck. Now I, you can make that call. <laughs> Unless I drop it again, which... Uh, oh, jeez, oh, I dropped my phone. Are you kidding me right now? Looks like someone needs a hand. Huh? Look, it's all the rest of our monster truck driving friends in their monster trucks. That's right, and no need to worry. I'll call that tow truck. I don't go anywhere without my phone. Oh, nuts, I dropped my phone. Fear not, bro. I got your back with my brand new iPhone. Oh, I dropped my phone. Oh, did somebody say phone? I dropped my phone. Well, that's all of our phones. Look, a big burst of wind is blowing our phones out the window and onto the roof. They're getting all mixed up. How are we going to get them down from the roof? Well, wait, I have an idea. Let's call the fire department. Yeah! Does anyone... Have a phone? Don't worry, we're already here. Firefighters! Uh, we got a call that some cell phones got blown onto the roof. Wait, who called you? I did. I did. I did. Thanks, announcer. Uh, yeah, don't worry. We can get up to the roof with this ladder. That's a big ladder. Uh, all right. All right, boys, raise the ladder. Whoa, that ladder reaches all the way to the top of a skyscraper. Uh, yeah, I guess I was wrong. It's it's way too high. We can't get to the roof with that ladder. Can't you just get off in the middle of the... Quiet, I'm thinking. I've got it. We'll use the nice little perfect ladder. Nice little perfect ladder? All right, boys, uh, take down that ladder and bring in the nice little perfect ladder. That ladder is too tall, too. Yeah, it looks like I was wrong again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's trouble, my friend. Why don't you just climb halfway up the ladder? I got it. The too tall ladder is actually perfect with the nice little perfect ladder in the middle of it. Why would that work? Because the monster trucks are higher than this subway train tunnel. What are you talking about? I'm a firefighter. Okay. All right, boys. Uh, bring back the ladder. Attach the nice little perfect ladder in the middle so that it goes across the roof. All right, perfect. All right, uh, I'm going up. Uh, now I'm going across. Uh, now I'm reaching for the phone. Uh, I got the phone. Yay! Ah, uh, heck. They dropped all your phones. It's okay. We caught them. Yeah! 
I'm pretty sure y'all got the wrong phones. No, I think we've got the right phones. See my pictures in this one. Ours too. Whoa, I uh, guess I was wrong a third time. Thank goodness we all have our phones back. Now we can start the show. Yeah. Oh gosh, we all just dropped our phones again. Uh, did someone call a tow truck? Yeah! The end! The end! The end! <laughs> so, could you guess the moment I was talking? I'm sorry, I just dropped my phone. Let me just get it. Okay, I got it. Oh, phew! The screen did not crack. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Story Pirates Deep Cuts. <laughs> And then, on March 4th, we'll be back with brand new episodes of the Story Pirates podcast. While you're waiting for all that to happen, why not write us a story and have your grown-ups send it in? We really, truly read every story we get because they always give us new things to think about, they make us laugh, and they let us get to know you better. And if you've written a story, but you're not sure that it's perfect, that's totally okay. We really just want to read about your ideas and meet your characters from your imagination, and it never has to be perfect. And even though it sometimes takes us a little while to do it, we write back to every single story we get to tell you just how much we loved it. So get writing, and we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye.